Welcome to our Transgender School podcast. We're here to talk about diverse transgender identities and experiences so that we can all be better allies and advocates. We'll also discuss current events, welcome guests, and share actions you can take to support trans people. I'm Bridget, and my daughter Jackie came out as a transgender woman about four years ago when she was 19 years old. I was totally unprepared, but I have learned a lot since then. And now Jackie and I are passionate about sharing what we've learned. When I came to terms with being trans, I realized that I absolutely needed to transition, but coming out was very stressful. Now that a few years have passed, things have gotten somewhat easier, and I want to help other trans people navigate their own unique experiences. Welcome back to the Transgender School podcast. We're very happy to be with you again today. I'm Bridget. I'm Jackie's proud mom. And we're here with my parents today. And we're super excited to talk about family support on the Transgender School podcast. And Jackie's here with us. Hi, Jackie. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us. Looking forward to this one. Yes, definitely. Yes. So let's go way back. I'll start and then we'll get into some questions and Jackie, whatever questions you have for your grandparents and I'll ask them some questions, but just to kind of do a little introduction for everybody. My parents are incredible people. I'm very close with them. I love them dearly. We're very close. We spend a lot of time together. They have always been the most loving, supportive wise parents. They've helped me through my whole life. I am going to be 53 this month. So it's been 53 years of us together. They were very young when they had me, I think 20 and 21. So we've all really grown up together, right? (laughs) My mom was a nurse. She's a retired nurse. So as Jackie and I well know, we've relied on her for all of our medical needs and our medical advice, whenever there was an injury or an illness. She was our go-to person for the whole family, the whole extended family. Brilliant incredibly respected and successful nurse and very, very, very proud of that. Critical cardiac, critical care nurse, cardiac, critical care nurse. So that's pretty, pretty impressive and Mm -hmm. high stress uh, work. So thank you for that. Thank you. It's like ICU and then you add heart attacks. (laughs) Yeah. I, I don't, I can't imagine it gets more stressful and high pressure than that. My dad is a successful business owner and I grew up seeing him with his business in New York city and advertising business and then bringing his business to California when we moved to California when I was 14 years old and I now have my own business. And so he's been a great mentor to me and still helps me a ton. I've been having challenges with microphones and tech and all kinds of things. And he's always my go-to person to help me with all of that. So thank you, dad. Okay. (laughs) And growing up, you know, my parents were hippies. We, you know, I grew up in the seventies and we, I, we I thought it, of you as hippies. Did we you? called it weekend hippies because we both had full-time jobs and right. a kid True. and all this stuff. True. <laughs> you were very responsible. You worked and you did a lot. And, um, but you, okay. So you're weekend hippies, but right. you, wore, you had like, my dad had these long sideburns and wore these like striped pants with the big belt. And well, you know, you can picture that kind of hippie look and they were super cool. And in my dad's work, there were, it, the 
people that worked with him were, it was a very, very diverse office, right? And your business partner, Foster, was our beloved, dear family friend. And he was a gay man. His partner, Don, they were part of our family, really. I mean, I grew up with them being a big part of my life. And I knew that they were a gay couple. And I knew that, you know, they were very close to you two and and the rest of our family as well. And so from the get-go, I think I was raised with those values of love and support and understanding that everybody deserves the same respect and love and honoring that in the LGBTQ community. So that's, you know, that's all I'll say about my growing up, but I feel very, very blessed and lucky. And then when I had Jackie many, many years later, my parents were super involved from day one. (laughs) They were there at the hospital. And when she was a baby and growing up, they were very involved in her life. Maybe Jackie can speak to that. And then we'll ask you to some questions, but Jackie, what do you remember about Bill and Kath from growing up? Oh, yeah. Well, aside from Bill dropping me on the brick <laughs> on my head. <laughs> what? It was an accident. I didn't do it. Um, <laughs> oh, that explains from, a lot. No. <laughs> yeah. So aside from that, no, I have a lot of great memories of going over to your house every weekend, spending the night there, going on all kinds of crazy adventures and hikes and past no trespassing signs and all that fun <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Yes. Bill was the grandpa where the rules could be bent. And if it was going to be fun for the grandkids, it was okay. And you could do what you wanted to do. And Bill and Kath's house was the fun house was where Jackie and her sister, Joanna, I think you slept over there every weekend, pretty much. You had your own rooms there even. Yeah. Right. (laughs) So that's kind of the foundation of the relationship that that Jackie and my parents and I and my parents have had. So there's a lot of love. And so we'll fast forward to the day that Jackie came out. I was with my parents. We were not expecting any big news that day. Uh, we were at a museum together. Yeah, museum of Natural History, I think. Yeah. What do you remember about it? Let me turn it over to you. Like all, both of you, all of both of you, what do you remember about that well, day? Because it was four and a half that, years ago. The first thing I remember is that uh, you were on the phone we were supposed to be in the museum looking at the butterflies on the sticks and all that stuff. You know? <laughs> but you got this phone call and it was like, not now it's serious. You know, it's very, mm-hmm. it was very serious. And of course we did, we were just sort of hanging out while you were on the phone with Jackie and we didn't know what you were talking about till after you finished, which mm-hmm. was quite a while. Mm-hmm. But then, we uh, had an idea that it was kind of big. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then that was the beginning of the hearing about it. And, you know, it was a surprise, but it wasn't like, oh, my God, what are we going to do now? It was Mm -hmm. just, you know, this is happening and it's going to be okay. We all love each other. And Mm -hmm. I think we needed to understand it. But I think we never had any question about being supportive or Mm -hmm. being anything other than, you know, the loving family we always were. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, totally. I remember every bit of it. And I remember that I I hope I can say this, but. I just remember thinking, thank God she didn't lose her arm. <laughs> I mean, I had a definite way to put it in perspective that it wasn't, you know, she didn't lose her arm. She doesn't have cancer. Let's. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I think I was thinking car accident. Mm-hmm. We didn't know. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or early pregnancy for somebody. Or we ran yeah, through yeah, all yeah. We the possibilities, right, yeah. that it could have been. Because we knew, we kind of knew something was going on with you, Jackie. Like, 
as we've talked about in previous podcasts and classes and courses that we've done, but we had no idea what it was. So that conversation was for me, the most surprising conversation I've ever had in my life. Cause I felt like there weren't any signs, but now I understand that there were signs. And that phone call was really the moment that changed everything where I, I unfortunately did not accept and believe this as quickly as my parents did. They actually, I think immediately were were like, okay, this is what's going on and we're going to be accepting and we're going to learn. I pushed back as Jackie and I have talked about, and I, not in that initial phone call, but in the subsequent conversations, I challenged Jackie. I couldn't believe it. I felt like there was no way that I would have not known for 19 years that here she is coming out at 19 years old. And I formerly felt that she met all the stereotypes for a male child. And I had a really, really hard time understanding. And so I challenged and I pushed back and I really regret that now as I've shared many times. But to be honest, Bill and Kath, my parents never did that. They never questioned, they never challenged. Even when I was saying like, how could this be? And I don't understand. Jackie, what do you remember, if anything, about that time and how all of us reacted? Yeah, I, th- I think you definitely wanted to be supportive, but there was a lot of doubt, a lot of questioning, a lot of struggling to come around and really come to terms with who I am and that I wasn't the person you thought I was. But, you know, as we've talked about in depth in a lot of these other episodes with Bill and Kath and with other family members and everyone, I think you all came around eventually and that's that's what matters in the long term. And I just want to say, I think... In the beginning, and I think a lot of people may be able to relate to this, I was afraid there was coming loss. I had a feeling that there was a loss, that I I was losing a little piece of you. And that just wasn't true. You are exactly who we thought you were. You're everything. You're all the smart, funny, compassionate. Everything that you have is exactly there in a different package. And we're just like so grateful that you trusted us enough to, to tell us and to let, to trust us to be part of it, you know, and now it's just so normal. It's just normal. You know, did you know we were there with your mom that day, Jackie? Well, she was, I, I did. Yeah. I remember she said something like, Oh, I'm at a museum. What, what are you talking about? <laughs> Grandma's was like, running oh, around yeah. talking about, she didn't lose her arm. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was like, Oh God, this is not going to be good. No. Yeah. Uh, Bill, you, you've talked about in a previous conversation how you felt it actually made us all closer and how like now we had something real to kind of talk about and all kind of rally well, around. To, and- yeah, to to an extent that was true because, you know, uh, Jackie was getting older and had so much of her own interest. I mean, when when Jackie was younger and I was taking you know, taking her for driving lessons in my car. And then we'd go to the ski place together and spend a whole day and mm-hmm. stuff like that. You know, we had a lot of fun together and, uh, you know, Jackie was growing up and doing her own thing. So this kind of did bring us closer as a family to, you know, have something to think about and to all go in the same direction together and wonder how it was going to be like us against the world, or was it just going to be regular us or mm-hmm. whatever, you know, whatever. <laughs> and, it, you know, it turned out great. And it turned out that uh, we all became advocates, allies, mm-hmm. you know, for, for the cause of people that are, uh, you know, maybe not so much where we live in California or San Francisco or whatever, or even when we lived in New York, mm-hmm. but we had to understand the rest of, some parts of society that weren't so accepting Mm -hmm. and how do you deal with them? 
you know, do you just get angry and say that these people are terrible or do you try to convince them or, and you know, you're doing that. You're convincing mm-hmm. people that uh, there is a right way to uh, handle it. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. And I, I think that the courage that you show every day makes us love you even more, makes us feel closer to you. I mean, this was definitely more of a bonding thing, oddly enough. It may sound ironic, but it was, and it still is, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So whereas I think all of us would have said always all our lives that we're LGBTQ allies and we have many friends and colleagues who are in the community, when it's your child, your grandchild, your loved one, who suddenly, you know, you realize you want to protect and advocate for, it changes things and it makes us even more, you know, it brings us all closer and makes us even more committed to putting that message out into the world. We should always be, but, you know, we want people to know that if, if there is an LGBTQ person in your family, you know, it's really important to learn and educate yourself and to become yeah. an advocate and to, especially we were just talking about before getting on, like things like really learning about using the correct pronouns and not dead naming. Jackie, can you speak to that? Because I know it took me and it took Bill and Kath a while to get on board with all of that. Yeah, I think that's one of those things that's really hard as a trans person to hear, to go through such a difficult process yourself to accept that you're trans and to work up the courage to come out to people and then to have the response be that you tell them your name and you tell them your pronouns and they just keep using your same old dead name and your same incorrect pronouns. It really sucks. And it definitely gets better, but there's there's still that sting when it does happen. And, and you know, it's it's um yeah, it's not great. <laughs> I don't know if this is fair to bring up, but I, you know, as we've known you for so many years, as opposed to someone that just meets you for the first time, we have a lot of things in our heads that are like burned in, you know, they're, yeah, definitely. Uh, so it makes it a little harder. And I remember in the beginning when I would misgender, of course it wasn't intentional, but I would be, Oh shit. Oh, wow. You know, mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> it, you know, I don't know if I had the proper response to it or whatever, but you were patient and you just, I think that the thing is you understood that it was a a learning curve for us too. That's quite different from the people that intentionally misgender or don't accept it or whatever. And I hope people that, uh, you know, have to deal with it with a child that they've known for a long time and they, they they tend to misgender more in the beginning of the relationship of the new type of relationship that they don't just get angry at themselves or get angry at the child and try to pull back because you have to just keep working on it, you know, just keep trying, just keep trying. And and it gets easier and better. And it's good for everybody to do it correctly. You know? Yeah. I think it's a two way street. The trans person has to give their family a little bit of slack in getting there and their family has to give them a little bit of slack in that they're going to feel pretty bad and maybe respond negatively when they do get misgendered, even if it's an accident, because unfortunately it often feels the same, whether it's intentional or whether it's not. And that's Uh, important for the parents and and the the family to understand is that uh, even if it's unintentional, it still can be painful and you still have to think about improving, improving. And I've, I think I've heard you say, Jackie, like, don't make a big deal out of it and apologize profusely. Just correct yourself and move on. Right. Yeah, because the problem is when you apologize, then you put the trans person on the spot and say, oh, you have to tell me it's okay, basically, is the the implication of apologizing. So 
I would say, and I think a lot of trans people would say that I, I would personally prefer if someone would just correct themselves and move on and not not apologize, not stop, not make a make a scene about it. I know someone without saying who it is, but someone in my life who got misgendered by a professor in a class and actually um, the professor like went ahead and talked to them about it after class and like pulled them aside and was like, I'm so sorry that don't do that. Please, yeah. For the love yeah. of God, don't do that. Like that yeah. just makes the trans person so uncomfortable. Yeah. It, it's so unnecessary. You know, if, if you correct yourself, that's the most important thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's a really important tip. And I, I would like us to actually get into more tips because this episode will come out in early November. And the reason I really pushed us all to be here is because of that is because we're going into Thanksgiving, we're going into all the holidays. And on a darker note, you know, in my support groups and my Facebook groups and my, I'm in all these groups, so I'm not giving anything or anybody away. There are so many families in crisis because a young person has come out and so many people are telling me, well, we're not getting together for Thanksgiving. You know, the grandparents aren't coming for Thanksgiving now because they refuse to use my child's new correct pronouns, right? Or, you know, or someone in the family is, is telling my child that, they're going to go to hell because they're transgender. And how are we supposed to go to the, fa- even though everyone else accepts, how are we supposed to go to the family Thanksgiving when this person's going to be there? Right. And so some families are really, really struggling right now. So the first tip about, you know, just doing your best to use the pronouns, the correct pronouns to use the person's name, no matter how hard it is for you, you're not going to change anything. You're not going to change their mind because you refuse to get on board. You're the one that's going to be left in the dust. And the reality is most of the family members hopefully are going to support that person in the family. And those, those people, those outliers who refuse to be supportive are going to be edged out. That's what I see some of the time. Right. So another thing, Jackie, that I think you have really taught us recently. And you wrote an article on this, by the way, everybody sign up for our Patreon. We have a Patreon membership where we have tons of videos and articles and so much in there. And Jackie's most recent article, she asked parents and family members to please not use the word grieving, right? So as you're with your family members and you're talking about someone coming out as trans or LGBTQ, you know, Jackie taught us, please don't use the word grieving. That's That really should be reserved for certain cases that we know. So Jackie, can you just speak to that briefly and help people understand why it's important to avoid that word? Yeah, I think it's pretty simple. I would ask anyone who says that they're grieving their trans kid, who is in fact alive, whether they know anyone who has actually lost a kid, whose kid has died, has Mm -hmm. left this earth. And if the answer is yes, I would be willing to bet that they would not say to the parents of that child who passed away, that they were grieving their trans kid. I bet they would not say to that parent who has experienced true grief for their child. um, Because I think we all know that that's not the same thing. So it's as simple as that. Don't use that word. I think Bill and Kath handled all that really well. Like one of the things that I think you both really did is you, you followed Jackie's lead. I didn't come around to it immediately, but at a certain point I realized, okay, Jackie's going to be our teacher and Jackie, you shouldn't have had to, but you did step up to that role and you told us very directly and clearly like how to communicate with you and what was acceptable and what wasn't. And I think as grandparents, you know, Bill and Kath really, really honored what you requested. Did you feel that way? 
Yeah, definitely. And I think I'm very lucky to have grandparents who did because I know a lot of trans people are not in the same situation. Thank you. And I, I think in the beginning, we had some good discussions too about how to say the right pronouns and how to deal with all the various things. We, I mean, we, we didn't have the advantage of a transgender school to go to, but, you know, <laughs> you taught us very well and, and we were willing students. Another thing I would say too is that to people that think this is such a big thing, you know, we have a lot of different friends and associates and neighbors and family that have different points of view, but they're out of maybe 50 people that uh, heard about uh, Jackie being transgender in the beginning, the first month or so. I don't think a single person, regardless of their point of view of politics or anything, said anything other than supportive stuff Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. uh, it's going to be good. Everything's going to be fine. Yeah. You know, just, I was surprised at that yeah. because it yeah. was some people I would have thought would have said, you know, some nasty things or some, you know, um, inappropriate things. Mm-hmm. But I didn't hear any of that. I just heard people that would normally be joking about stuff, being very supportive and serious about mm-hmm. how, you know, how this is real and this is OK and everything's mm-hmm. going to be fine. And, you know, it's the 2020s and everything, mm-hmm. you know, I think young people today just don't care, which is the goal. And I think. Thank God the older people are dying out. (laughs) That's my version of the nine. Yeah. I mean, some older people, we don't want to stereotype too much because like in my support groups in our our community, Jackie and transgender school, there are a lot of grandparents there, right? We have a lot of really supportive grandparents in the community. But to your point, I think generationally, the awareness and the education and the support lessens as you get older, you know, as people get older in years as a generation. So have you seen that too, Jackie? What do you think about the comparison of like your grandparents' generation and your generation? Yeah, I think it definitely depends on the individual, but in the aggregate, it's definitely the case that the older you get, the less likely you are to be supportive of trans people. And I think that's unfortunate, but it's also uh, reflected in a variety of other opinions that people yeah. hold that they're really big spreads by generation. Yeah. Well, also, you know, if a, if a person has a child in their family and they love the child, you know, you, your own personal uh, political viewpoint or whatever viewpoint that's causing you to feel something less than supportive, mm-hmm. uh, you know, will cause that child to be less in your life. Yeah. And I think over time you're saying to yourself, well, what am I, I'm losing something here. You know, mm-hmm. the, the child isn't losing anything. The child's finding themselves and being with there, but I'm losing that child. So maybe mm-hmm. I should rethink anything I was thinking that was negative about it. Uh, the only person I know, I have one friend who has a transgender son mm-hmm. and there was one grandma that was trying to negotiate. You know, I, mm-hmm. I, I can be in this kid's life as long as I can use the old name and all this stuff. And, you know, it, mm-hmm. it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And this is maybe three, four years later now. And that grandmother has come around because mm-hmm. she didn't want to lose the child. Mm-hmm. You know, I mm-hmm. mean, that was, became sad for her. Mm-hmm. So, you know, time helps some of these things, too, I think, as long as you can get through it and not do something stupid in the time that you have. <laughs> yeah. And I'm really glad you share that because I've seen that I've been in my support group for yeah. like four years now. And I've seen that time and again with parents, with grandparents, they either are going to 
lose the relationship or they're going to come around. So we beg you to try to come around sooner rather than later. Jackie and I have told our story, you know, I think ad nauseum to Jackie, right? (laughs) Like we're going to tell the story again, but it's important because I want people to know that I, I did this. I challenged her. I tried to negotiate. I tried to get her to slow down her transition. I try, I challenged and said, are you sure? Are you sure this isn't a phase and all those terrible things? And now I look back and I really try to encourage parents to just try not to say those things and do those things. Just give it time because they don't work. It's not going to change. If if someone says they're transgender, the chances that they're actually going to change their mind on that or go back on that are almost zero. Yeah, right? statistics, so, right? yeah the statistics are like, it's tiny, tiny, tiny. It's yeah. almost never happened. So we're the ones that are going to have to make the change and are going to have to come around. So please hear us that we, we are empathetic, that this can be hard and we don't understand and we may not be educated, but this is all about family and keeping families together and the love and the connection between families. And it's the family members who are cisgender, who are not LGBT, who need to learn and educate themselves and just listen to their loved one about what they're telling you. I wasn't listening to Jackie. And once I finally started listening to her and hearing her and respecting and honoring her truth, I realized that I was so wrong in the beginning and I made all the mistakes that I didn't have to make. And now looking back, I see how my parents didn't do that. They got it right away. They were like, we love our grandchild. We're going to use her pronouns. We're going to use her name. We're not going to challenge. We're not going to question. We're going to learn. We're going to educate ourselves. And you two just got it right away. Well, I mean, I know we made some mistakes, but we... yeah. We yeah. made mistakes. <laughs> we, we don't want intentionally. Not, not intentionally. Perfect. And also, I think over the last, you know, four or five years since Jackie came out as transgender, I think the, the world has changed too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I may be, you know, not remembering everything correctly from four or five years ago, but there's certainly a lot of TV shows that mm-hmm. feature people, you know, in all different types mm-hmm. of uh, gender relationships. Mm-hmm. And that seems like that's within the last you know, maybe four or five mm-hmm. years that that's become a lot more open and a lot more realistic. And I think that's really good that people see that, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. most, I, I don't can't think of anything I've seen that hasn't been positive about, yeah. you know, that, uh, well, you, there's some comedians that, that like to make jokes and things like that. Yeah. And that's inappropriate, not good, but um, you know, comedians make their living by shocking people. It's, you know, they're always going to, well, have, and I think, I think there's a real disconnect between what we see in the media in terms of increasing representation and trans voices and trans people of color, especially finally starting to be recognized and finally starting to be elevated and the reality of extremely harmful anti-trans laws in Mm -hmm. many states in this country being passed. Texas is currently considering laws that would affect trans youth and the Trevor Project saw calls to their suicide hotline spike in Texas as a result of that legislation being introduced. So Mm -hmm. I think it's important, especially for those of us who live in safer, bluer states to not lose sight of what's really happening out there as well. Yeah. 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 It's a crazy time when there is more representation in some ways and the younger generation is is more educated in general. And at the same time, you're right, Jackie, the political climate is quite frightening for transgender people and transgender rights and things seem to be backsliding instead of progressing in some places. And 
I appreciate you bringing that into the conversation because we need to be aware. And and, yeah. and you both are. I know you're very well, um, well informed in the news, and you know that that's happening. Yeah, we're as kind well. of news junkies, but you know we watch the news, and we you know we've only ever lived in New York and Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. So it's like when you look at some of these things, it's it's only when they do like in depth interviews with these people living in some small town in Mississippi, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like. Uh, their reasoning behind it is so faulty, mm-hmm. but they never had the opportunity to hear the other side of it very much. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they'll go to their church or their group or whatever that is they go to and they'll hear, you know, the fire and brimstone and they won't ever hear the other side. So yeah. they don't even realize it exists, exactly. you know, and, and probably the, the kids down there that would want to come out, maybe are afraid to come out and are suffering either psychologically or just dealing with it in the wrong way because they don't have the support. But I think the media and the world around us is really stepping up to the plate and Mm -hmm. trying to show more and more about it. And those places and those politicians and those people that have those wrong ideas about it or bad ideas about it, or they're just going to be fading into the background more and more. I think, you know, it's uh, like uh our governor in California said that, you know, eventually the rest of the country catches up to California, (laughs) but it takes time. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully. And I just want to plug, because we don't do this a lot. We forget to remind people that we have so much available for you and for those people, even if you're in that small town where there's no information, we have a video on Vimeo that's only $25 and $5 goes to our support group donated called Transgender Support Becoming a True Ally. And it's a 90 minute video where Jackie and I reenact her whole coming out. We reenact the conversations that followed her coming out and how I challenged and the things I said that I now regret. And we, it was extremely emotional. After I did that, I said, I'm never going to do that again because it took a lot out of me to reenact that time where I now regret my reactions so much, but I wanted to do it so that people would see that and see what we've learned since then, right? Jackie, we reenacted it all. And then we talked about it and we debriefed, and then we talked about how to actually be a true ally. And there's so many great tips in there. So please go to Vimeo and watch that or go to transgenderschool.org and all of our links are there, including that link into our Patreon membership. We have like 20 videos in our Patreon that are all there. We have so much that you can learn. But coming back to our tips that we're giving you here, because our podcast is free. So there's also so much you can get from our all our content for free. You know, Kath, let me ask you, because I've been talking to so many parents. I'm in so many different groups and someone- Sometimes I'm known as mom. Mom. <laughs> I know, I say Kath because we're on the podcast. Mom, my mom, my wonderful mom. I was just talking to someone who was like, yeah, my age, right? Who has a transgender child who her mom won't come around the grandmother and the grandmother's like, no, I'm not going to come to Thanksgiving because I am not going to use this strange new name. You know, the child is so-and-so and I've been in this person's life. What would you say to that grandma? Like, really, you're going to not be together for Thanksgiving and you're not going to embrace your grandchild as who they truly are and use their name and love them as the same person. Like, what would you say? Well, I would say go to transgender school, first Mm -hmm. of all. Mm -hmm. (laughs) .org. You know, I think I would just try to sit down and sit with this person and kind of share the road that we all had. Mm -hmm. And the one example I was thinking of when you were talking about it was the example, well, my arm example, let's take that, mm-hmm. the missing arm example. I also felt that if a person has lost a child, 
that was your example. And someone says to that person, well, I can bring your child back and she'll, he or she will be transgender. They would jump at that. Mm. No one wants to lose their child because of some stupid thought that you think that you don't want to see this person or you want to call them the wrong name. And do you really want to lose that person forever and not see them? You know, they're the same person. Yeah. That's how I feel. And I know that the thing is that person is suffering, that grandparent is suffering. And they just need a little bit of turnaround, a little realignment of values and, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because that's your choice to that loss and that yeah. there's no forgiving that. You, you cannot do that. You know? Yeah. What would you say to that grandparent, Jackie? I mean, I think Kath said it a lot better than I could, but I would say I think this is a message to the grandparent and to the trans kids that that trans person, if you're going to be transphobic, if you're going to misgender them, if you're going to dead name them, you have no right to be in their life and they have no obligation to let you in their life. Even if you change later, honestly, I think trans people have no obligation to let any family member back into their life once they've treated them that way. So, mm-hmm. you know, don't fuck it up. Yep. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. Well said. And, and just a reminder in case this is the only exposure you've had to us or, you know, are just starting to learn about all of this being transgender is not a choice. It is a form of human diversity. Jackie was born transgender. She had signals her entire life, which she suppressed because of the world that we live in. And because we didn't make it a safe place, my spouse, her dad, Neil, and I never talked to our kids about what it means to be transgender, right? Jackie, we had friends who were gay and friends who were lesbians, and we never had a conversation about how some people just are transgender. That's just the reality of human diversity. And so we never gave her the language to understand what was going on for her. And Jackie, can you speak to that just a little in case there are people who just don't understand and have never heard this before and are really struggling to understand what the young person in their family is going through? Yeah, well, I I think one thing that a lot of cisgender people, so people who aren't trans, have a hard time understanding is that the hardest part for a lot of trans people is accepting that you're trans and kind of coming to that realization, like you said, finding the right language to describe how you feel. And then once that kind of hits you like a ton of bricks, like, oh shit, I'm trans, then actually accepting that and getting to the point where you can not only accept that that's who you are, but start to tell other people and start to take steps to transition if you want to. Isn't the term for that like coming in or coming into yourself yeah, or something coming, like I think that? coming in, coming in is the term that people yeah, use. Because yes. you have to come out to your family and friends eventually, even if they pretty much have a good idea of you, what you are already, you still have to, there has to be a point where you accept that you're going to tell everybody that, you know, and I love the way you did it with your, your post, which uh, yeah. was great. Jackie came yeah. out on Facebook to yeah. the world and, and it was kind of a no, it was a big day. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You can <laughs> yeah. see that follow us on social media and we have that original post that she posted <laughs> in 2017 and it's pretty powerful. And I, I'll never forget that day. And a lot of people were very supportive and, That was the day that, you know, everything changed. And I just, you know, want to really, really make this point very strongly because I hear a lot of parents and grandparents and family members and, and others in a transgender person's life 
sometimes there's a reaction or a sort of mindset that this person is like choosing to do this and they're choosing to make their life difficult and make things hard on everybody around them. And it's like, oh, this is so, and, and, and they make it all about them, right, Jackie? Like, this is so hard for me. And how yeah. am I going to deal with this? And how am I going to tell the people I work with? And what am I going to say? And oh, it's so hard to use a different name. And please, please think about how hard it is for the transgender person. Think about that for a second. They're not choosing this. They're having the courage to come to terms with this and to tell you and to hopefully receive your love and support for something that's very, very difficult for them to do. So now looking back, I'm horrified that I did that. I thought about myself and I was terrified to tell people and would they judge me and what would they think of our family, but really, really stop and think about how hard it is for them and how we can set ourselves aside if we truly love that person and be the support and the love and the that safety net that they need. The, the statistics, we don't want to keep throwing statistics at you, but there are so many studies and statistics that the suicide rates are much higher. The depression, anxiety, ability to succeed in life and thrive in life, all of that becomes so much more difficult when you don't have a supportive family. It is proven and we want to make sure that you know that. It's a cliche, but what is so much needed at that time is unconditional love. Yes. Just, you know, I'm with you. There's nothing to say. You don't need to challenge. You don't need to convince the person that it's not true because you're likely very wrong about that. You don't need to make the make known that you're suffering to the transgender person. Please get support for yourself if it's hard for you. There are so many support groups. We recommend PFLAG. My local support group is Transforming Family. There's so much amazing support out there for free. If you can, uh, if you have the means, there are therapists and lots of resources out there who specialize in gender identity and working with transgender people and their families, please get support for your struggles, but please don't make it about you with the transgender person. That person has enough going on and enough to navigate thinking about transition and transition is different for each transgender person. So also please respect what the transgender person wants to share, doesn't feel comfortable sharing their timeline, their choices, right? So people will ask me in the beginning, well, does this mean my child or my grandchild is going to have surgery? Or does this mean that they're going to do this or that? I don't know. We don't know. Let them lead. Let them make their decisions for themselves. Don't ask if they don't want to talk about it. Just give them the time they need. Don't place your expectations on them. Also, sometimes Jackie, right? People go the other way and they're like, oh, you're a girl now. Why aren't you wearing makeup? And why aren't you, right, Jackie? Come on, speak to that for a minute. I know that drove you crazy because I did that to you. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a good example of how we view gender as a binary. And I think some parents are, especially if they have a binary trans kid, then they will be like, okay, well, I still really hard to accept, but I guess at least they still fit into this neat little binary box. Exactly. So let me, let me stuff them into that new box now. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Well, so, right. I was like, Jackie, come on, wear some lipstick, put on a dress. Mm-hmm. Right. Please don't do that. Please don't. <laughs> so many people are gender fluid and just coming to terms with that. And we all need to understand that gender is like a spectrum. Dr. Joe called it a color wheel. That's like so nuanced with endless colors and shades and we're realizing that, that as unique as each individual is in every other way, you know, their hair color, their eye color, whatever it is, 
the the same is true for gender. Why wouldn't it be? It makes so much more sense than thinking there are only two genders, right? Right. right. I mean, you're a nurse, right? It makes yeah. sense. Yep. <laughs> Scientifically. <makes> sense. <laughs> yes. Well, Jackie, I would, I would ask you something too. You know, when you came out four or five years ago, you didn't have a transgenderschool.org to go to or a video video to watch. I think we were all being supportive in our own way without any education about it. But what helped you get through that period without all these things that are available to people now today? Yeah, I mean, I think I did have a lot available. Like there's a lot of resources online, um, especially for trans people and other trans people talking about their experiences and different forums and different articles. So I did a lot of reading. I tried to consume as much as I could of those various resources. And the thing that really made a big difference for me and I know makes a big difference for a lot of trans people was getting to know other trans people and making friends with them and yeah. building that support network of people who I could talk to about the things that cis people don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. And now the groups like Transforming Families can bring mm-hmm. those people together without having to hunt down people to talk to. But uh, yeah. I guess it's easy, a little easier now for families to provide support. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, there's a lot of support out there. And if you go to transgenderschool.org, we have a 15 page resource list. We are just celebrating our one year anniversary of transgender school. And so we want to make sure that everybody knows what we've done in that year. There's so much out there. This is our, I think this is 11. Yeah, this is our 11th podcast episode in this year that we've, since we founded Transgender School a year ago, we've got our resource list, we've got our website, we've got our Vimeo video, we've got our Patreon membership. We are on all the social media sites. We have so many educational sites. We're on Medium. We've written, Jackie's written articles. I've written articles. We've written and worked together. So in this year, we've put so much out that's available for you. And as Jackie said, we also want to be a point of connection where we're sharing all the other resources out there for you. So we're not just promoting ourselves. We've got that 15 page resource list right at the top of transgenderschool.org. So if you need support, whether you're a trans person, a family member, someone who's questioning, not sure, a friend, a loved one, even if you're a professional supporting transgender people, I've got to say in this time, I've actually talked to many professionals, doctors, therapists who have had no education in what it means to be transgender, just because I don't mean this about everyone, because some people have taken the steps to become educated, but a doctor or a therapist is not necessarily educated or aware or even affirming of transgender people. So it's really, really important for everyone to educate themselves, whether you're a parent, a grandparent, a professional, we have the education out there, we have the resources, and it's something that everyone needs to do. If you think you don't know anyone who's transgender yet, you probably do. They probably just haven't come out or they, you will at some point. So this is an education that everyone needs. So thank you for all for having this conversation. Any final words or thoughts out there for families? Again, this is going to be coming out beginning of November. We urge you to be together as families. Please do not let someone's gender identity, sexual orientation, any political views, any aspect of anyone's person or identity stop you from being together for the holidays and loving each other and 
seeing each other as the same people you've always been, no matter what new information you may have about the reality of someone's identity. That's my final word. Family is what matters. Love matters. Unconditional love, love. matters. As my mom said, mm-hmm. that is what we want to promote here. Any, any final words? I would words? also say both to transgender people and to parents and family, don't be afraid to get together because you're afraid you're going to do or say something wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, what would be worse is not to show up. Yeah. You know, that's true. So. Just go with the best intention. Don't intentionally misgender dead name or, or right. refuse to use the person's name or whatever it is yeah. that's being requested what, what or, or, or respect their partner, by the way, this, everything we're saying also applies. Many families are having people in the family come out as gay and lesbian, bisexual, bringing partners to the family holiday celebrations for the first time, same sex partners or a non-binary partner or whatever it may be. It's the same person. You love them. We should be happy for them that they're in a loving, happy relationship and they want to bring their partner to meet you. What an honor, right? Yeah. And happy for them that they're finding themselves, that they're not having to be something they're not, you know, which is important to appreciate about people, you know, that that come out to you. Exactly. Someone coming out to you is a gift. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Any final words on that, Mom? Just say don't underestimate the importance of your acceptance. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's right. Yeah. And I've I've talked to a lot of people who do that. They're like, well, everybody else is being supportive. I don't have to. I'm not going to get on board with this. And no one person that refuses that, that that transgender or LGBTQ person loves and wants in their life could be crushing, heartbreaking. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Don't underestimate the importance of your love, acceptance, support. Right? Yeah. And to take it one step further, I like the term that you will use on your website and material is ally and allyship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's nice to be accepting, you know, oh, I'm so great. I'm accepting, mm-hmm. you know, how about helping? How about being an ally? How about a yeah. little bit of activism, yeah. even if you're not an yeah. activist type person? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you know, like, uh, I mean, yep, you don't have to you know. be here on this podcast. You know, they could so, be out doing something. It's Sunday afternoon. Jackie doesn't have to be here. Or you Jack. know, we're she's been working she's a lot so of hours, you know, she's tired. We're all, you know, but my, yeah, but yeah this- my dad's right. Like, please don't just consider yourself accepting and I'm going to tolerate. I don't like the word tolerance. You're going to tolerate, like do something to help and be yeah. supportive. I am yeah. so glad you said that. And that yeah. you two have done that from day one. When I said, will you be on the podcast? You've done a live stream with us. Yes. Yes. We want to be there. We want to support. We want to be activists and help. Yeah. You all have marched together and, yes. you know, the oh, yeah, um, women's march, right? Yes. That's so, another that's another advantage to being supportive is that like Jackie came down for a visit and we all went to Pride, the Pride, the Pride yes, right. we had a great yes. time. You know, yes. we went out to eat, we were marching around, people were giving us signs to carry and stuff. It was like you know, back in the 60s, you know. And I <laughs> I just want you to know what a proud grandma I am. And you yeah. are amazing. Yeah, we're Jackie. very, very proud. Thank you. Very Thank proud you. That means a lot. We love you so much, Jackie. Yeah. Love you too. We're very, very, very proud of you and very, very honored that you spent you. this time with us. We know you are super busy. So yeah. any final yeah. words for families out there, Jackie? I think I really wanted to end it on Kat's note of don't underestimate the value of your your acceptance. I think that's that's a really important point. Thank yeah. you. Thanks everybody for listening, we or love watching. You. 
<laughs> we're a lot of love here. Hope you can feel it and hope that it inspires you to come from always a place of love for everyone in your family. And if there's an LGBTQ person in your family, you matter to them and your support and your love and your unconditional love and activism can make a lot of difference. So we wish you tons of love and happiness through the holidays, whatever you celebrate, if you celebrate or not, and find us at transgenderschool.org. We've got a lot going on where you can learn a lot more. Thanks, everybody. And by the way, you want that stuffing? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Jackie, you want calf stuffing for Thanksgiving, right? I would love the usual stuffing. Yes. Okay. Do you, will you eat it with the veggies in it now? She sure. has been. She sure. She'll yeah. eat it with the veggies in it now. Yeah, I think I have, I think I have, have. for at least a you few have. years. Yes. Yeah. Kath makes the best Thanksgiving dishes. I love your stuffing, your pumpkin pie, all of it. So, so the usual. Uh, and we're leaving that in the podcast because everybody should, you shouldn't even be, you know, worrying or talking about any of this nonsense. You should be talking about the great food you're going to have, the right. games you're going to play, the fun you're going to have, how everybody's going to be together. The hugging. Just love the each other. Enjoy. Be happy. Life is short. Love yeah. each other. And don't let any of this get in the way of that. It should never, ever, ever do that. All right. Thanks, everybody, okay. for listening Bye. or watching. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to our Transgender School podcast. We hope you learned something new and that you're inspired to learn more. If you enjoyed our conversation, please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. And please be sure to check out our website, transgenderschool.org. You'll find many valuable resources there, including news about upcoming courses we'll be teaching. Make sure to join us for future podcast episodes. We'll catch you on the first Tuesday of every month. 